Hey guys, as a trivia show goes, we don't always get everything right. Especially me. I usually don't get things right. So this is the periodic segment where friend of the show and all around good and brilliant man, Mike Wilson, fills in what's lacking in the intellect of the quizzical papist. He corrects, he clarifies, and even sometimes catechizes. This is the devil's advocate. Welcome to the Devil's Advocate. Our gracious host, Father Brad, has asked me, Mike Wilson, to check fact the quizzical papist. An important factor of any quiz is its integrity. When the quiz master asks a question and you provide an answer, is he right? Now, Father Brad has been a leader in being tremendously humble. Humble? Hubble? No, that's the guy the telescope's named after. He's been very humble. For example, at the end of the recent bonus midweek quarantine episode, Father Brad called himself a doofus and explained that because of some geographical errors he'd made, he'd actually given the victory, the Swiss guard status, to the wrong team. And then he played the hilarious clip from uh, Billy Madison, which, <laughs> ah, good times. So, taking Father Brad's example, my job here is not to denigrate anyone, is not to insult anyone, but is just to try to make the quizzical papist the best extraordinary form of bar trivia that it can be. So let's get into it. From Quizzical Papist 47, The Near Occasion of Weird. Father Brad rightly parsed the difference between London and the city of London, and it only gets weirder and more confusing from there. So Father said that London proper is a square mile, and it's true that the city of London is known as the square mile. It's slightly more than one mile, but yeah, basically it's that, and it is called the square mile. The only issue I would take is in calling that London proper. Because, yes, that is the city of London. But again, that's only one square mile. Whereas the much larger city of London, the Greater London, is called Greater London. And th there's several little, several spin-offs from this. In 2006, the government, the governing body of the city of London, changed its name from the Corporation of London to the City of London Corporation. This was to avoid confusion with the governing authority for Greater London, which has the extremely uncreative name of the Greater London Authority. So, yes, the City of London is the only City of London, but you can't really say that that's the only London proper, because the Greater London Authority, covering the much broader, much greater City of London, is still London. Further fun facts. The mayor of London is the executive for both the city of London and Greater London, whereas the Lord Mayor of London, his authority is confined solely to the city of London, and his authority is almost all ceremonial. Now, that's about all I can say, because British governance is extremely opaque to me. They use words differently than we do. Like, in most of the United States, we have counties, but I know in Louisiana, you have parishes, but still, it basically works. 
in England and Wales, they have counties, but it's not really the same thing, and I can't even begin to compare. Moving on. Uh, in that same episode, the near occasion of Weird, Father quipped that Bleak City sounded a lot like Flint. <laughs> in actuality, the nickname for Flint, Michigan is the Vehicle City. It's a pretty safe bet that whatever Detroit has, Flint has a smaller version of the same thing. So Detroit's the Motor City, Flint is the Vehicle City. And about 15 years ago, the City Fathers actually paid to install some fancy iron arches over the main street, saying Flint, Vehicle City. We now move on to Quizzical Papers 49, Pints with Jack. There was an entirely factual description of a vomitorium, which is not, as so many of us were told, a place where ancient Romans would go to vomit. Now, I know, it's very distressing when you are told things in high school that are not true, and in this, I do not mean any insult to any high school teacher, but don't believe everything you were taught in high school. It is true that the Latin word that gave rise to vomitorium is the same root as our word vomit, and it does mean to spew forth. But in context, the Latin term vomitorium simply meant a quick exit. So the Romans would have these large coliseums, colosea, whatever the plural is, and you'd have a lot of sports fans. And as we all know, when we've been to an LSU game or a U of M game, at the end, people want to evacuate quickly. So that's what these vomitoria were for. The crowd would spew out of the arena back into the city proper. So thinking that a vomitorium is a place where people go to English vomit is a false etymology. Instead of being derived from the root, it's taking the present meaning and then ascribing that backwards. But everybody on the Quizzical Papist got that 100% right. It is sad that we weren't all taught things we could trust in high school. And now we move on to our final factoid. Again, from the bonus midweek quarantine episode. Father mentioned the Enclave of Lesotho, which is an independent nation entirely surrounded by South Africa and couldn't quite recall the name of the other. The other very similar nation is called Eswatini. Now, I know very few of us have heard of Eswatini. That's because before 2018, Eswatini was known as Swaziland. Now, not a lot of us have heard of Swaziland, but still more of us have heard of Swaziland than have heard of Eswatini. But if you've heard of Eswatini, you've heard of Swaziland. It's like Istanbul, Constantinople. So if you've got a date in Swaziland, she'll be waiting in Eswatini. With apologies to They Might Be Giants. But, fun fact, Eswatini is not an enclave. Because while it is a small landlocked country, and it is three quarters surrounded by South Africa, it also shares a border with Mozambique. So it's not properly an enclave in that it's not entirely surrounded by one country. Maybe at some other point we'll be able to work out a uh, Catholic connection to the two double landlocked countries that presently exist. But that's all we've got for today on The Devil's Advocate. We'll be back next time trying to find fault in others and hoping that they don't point the fault back at us. God bless.